have a think about those questions. Now, what were they all? They were, what did you do right in 2022? What lessons did you take from what you learnt in 2022? What have you learnt? What do you know now you didn't know then? So now you're aligned with what you did and what is happening, your values, your visions, everything works out for the best, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, Vivian, absolutely. What do you need to prioritise differently going into 2023? And what are the three things you would be most proud to achieve? And then finally, of course, it's write that letter to your present self from your future self. So you've got a bit of work to do, should you choose to do that work. You've got some, hopefully I've got some thoughts happening here. Hopefully I've got you really thinking about your business and what you want to achieve. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners responding directly to the needs of a practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact, and I look forward to working with you soon. New Year, everyone. I hope you're well. I have done this through Facebook. I don't normally, normally I use Zoom and push it across, but I just thought, hey, I'm here. I'm on Facebook. Let's do this. And it's a Tuesday. Figure start the year off as it's meant to. So if you've got any comments, do put them in the comment box. Say hello. If you're watching on the replay, hashtag replay. And if you're here now, it's a good idea to say hello because if you get called away, something happens. If you do hashtag replay, even though you're here for live, it means that you can find it again when you're looking. If you think, actually, that was really good, but the phone rang or the kid decided to go and do something and I've had to come off. If you put a comment in the comment box, it is easier for you to come back and find it at a later date. So hashtag replay is the one if you're coming back later and do say hi and do ask your questions. A couple of things, share and tag your friends. The way to share your group, to share this group with your friends, is to send them the link in Messenger because then they can choose whether or not to join. It means you're not pressuring them. It means you're not, you just say, hey, this group's full of information. You can join yourself. And it's up to them rather than joining them or doing anything else. So it's a great way of sharing the group. Today, I wanted to talk to everyone about the year going forward. Here we are right smack at the beginning of the year. We've all got a ton on, haven't we? We're all doing there is a couple of really cool conferences coming up in New Zealand that will be online as well. So I will post about those so you will know that they're happening. It's really cool to be here. It's really cool to see you all for the new year. I guess the other thing is, before I start on these biz ideas and the biz discussion, is I was meant to go to Peru in March, so February, March. I was meant to be away in Peru and they've had a coup. So I'm not going now. So we've got a lot more happening in the groups that I run. So over in the academy, we're going to be having a business building challenge to build our list over that time. And also the graduate program will be starting a little bit sooner than was anticipated for the year. So that's really cool. And with the graduate mastery program, you can join at the start of any term rather than semester entry. It's term entry now, so much easier. And the graduate program is for people who are new graduates those returning to work and those with low client numbers. So, you know, if you're not feeling the confidence, but I get everyone to meet me first so that I can talk to you and make sure that you're doing, you're in the right place. So do say hello. Now, on to it. I printed them out. I'm such a good girl. I wrote them down and then I was just going to leave the screen up here and then I thought, 
because then you'll see me, you'll think, you'll see that I'm not looking at you, that I'm actually reading off here. So I thought, well, I'll write them down. And then you'll know that I'm reading. And I've even highlighted, I've done a bit of highlighting. Very happy with myself. Let's think about 2022 and make yourself a note. What did you do well in 2022? What was the really cool thing that jumps to mind, leaps to mind, business-wise or personal-wise? What was it that leaps into your head as the biggest thing that you did right that went really well? So initially, then I might say, oh, Peru. And then I'd be like, well, no, that was a disaster. But what did I do right? I've got groups. I've got clinical groups on a Monday and they've gone really well all year. So yeah, they're going to happen again next year. They've been ongoing for the last five years and they're going to keep going every Monday. We have clinical discussion group and everyone gets online and we they talk about their clients. They talk about their business. They talk about whatever they want to talk about. And they go on on a Monday. So we have the Graduate Mastery Program in the morning and they have the same discussions, but in a much smaller group and it's sort of a safer space. But then they can come in the afternoon to the experienced practitioners and listen to what the experienced practitioners have to say and their questions and we discuss clients. So that's really cool. And so Monday would be what I would say was what I did right in 2022. People have been in that group for a really long time where you are in your business and what you're doing. But it's a really good group and it's really great for that clinical support. So I'm going to carry on with that. But what did you do in business? It was really good. Christine started meditation courses with people, one of which I did. So what is it you did that you really want to pat yourself on the back for and say, that was really cool. 2022 was really cool for that and I did really well. And did you learn something new about yourself? Something that you're going to take forward into 2023? Something that perhaps this cool thing opened up to you and showed you that was really cool, was really good, that you want to carry on with. Was there something that made you go, yeah, that was really good. And my skill set has upped or changed because of that thing. So I'm currently, I'm about to start moving everything from Podia to Simplero. So there will be a lot of skill set upgrading for me tech wise as I change my platforms again. So I've got some tech challenges coming up, but for me, that's a challenge and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that change and that improvement. And on the back of that, what did you learn that you didn't know in 2021 or 2020? What was a learning from anything? It could be home, it could be work. What was that learning that really leapt out at you that made you go, yeah, I've really learned from that? And I've increased my mindset or because I learned from that experience, I'm never doing that again. So what did you learn from what's happened in 2022, 2021? It might be your own resilience and resourcefulness. If I were to look over the last three years, what I've learned is how to grow indoor plants. Boy, can I grow an indoor plant now? I can propagate them. I can do everything indoor plants. Husband's a bit worried, thinks I might need therapy, but there we go. Now, what do you want to do differently in the coming year? What is it? that's really important to you that you do differently? What do you need to change? What do you need to assess even if you're not sure about doing it differently? Maybe you need to audit something. So people on my 90-day program, I audit everything. I go through with them everything they're doing and how we can change it and improve it, how we can up-level what they're doing. Yeah, Christine says, yes, by moving into meditation teaching, getting into the VetGov initiative for small business social media, also taking time away to regroup. So these are the things that we're taking away from last year that we can learn from and grow from in 2023. Deborah, my biggest learning was to stop being so damn busy. A membership platform, I have one, as 
you may or may not know, I have the academy. So that's more of a business and clinical to a point group. It's actually a lot of hard work, but it's also very fulfilling as well. Boundaries, love boundaries. I think there's a lot of us in who are natural therapists, who are neurodiverse, who didn't know, didn't realize, who have a level of it somewhere. So I've got a mild level of dyslexia. It's actually quite severe in my family. And so I kind of got away quite lucky on that one. But yeah, neurodivergence is, it's so cool. It makes you realize that you have skills that you, other people have put you down for all your life. And now you can bring to the fore and really used to the best of your ability and pass off the things you don't want and the things you can't do. Like for me, that was, I can't do spreadsheets and stuff like that. I mean, I can, I try to do them, but I can't do my, my bookwork and stuff. So I was able to, once I made that connection, I don't have a diagnosis of ADHD. But making that connection with our skill set is what I'm saying, whether you have ADHD or not, making that connection with your skill set, understanding what you're good at and you're really good at stuff, Carly, and that's what you need people to put you down for all your life, like the connection capacity that you will have with that neurodiversity, that skill set to get things done in a different way. We need to take that on and that helps us grow. It helps us grow as people. It helps us grow our business once we acknowledge and discover where good sides are, like our skill set is, and what we're not so good at, and we pass that off to other people. So good on you for actually getting out there and doing it, and then saying to people, hey, yeah, it's me. That's why. Now, prioritize. What was the next one? Um, Achievements for 2023. Now, who wants a resolution? Resolutions are so 2019. Don't do resolutions anymore, do we? But what would you like to achieve? Have you got maybe one? two or maximum three things that you would like to achieve in 2023. It might be a dollar amount. It might be something to do with the home, with the family, with the children. My One of my things that I have to do this year is tidy up my house. I don't have kids that are living here anymore and I've got a ton of stuff, so I have to get rid of it. I mean, the cat has his own bedroom. I mean, really. I need to tidy up. I need to get rid of loads of stuff we don't need that the children, they're adults. So that's one of my priorities this year and tidying up my office is a priority and that seems like really small. You think, well, that's really small just tidying up your office. Anyone can tidy up their office. But I'm sure, Carly, you will um, be with me when you know that tidying up is actually really hard and you have to really systematize it and make it happen. And that can be a priority that can still count as one of those top three. Your priority might be a dollar amount in your business. It might be a number of days that you're working in your business. It might be, what is it? What are the three things? Having systems helps a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And helps with productivity 100%. Once we set those systems in place and timers are really good as well, setting timers to do things for a particular amount of time, like I sat down at 12.30 at my desk and I was like, because this is my first day back, my first afternoon back. So I sat down at 12.30 and then I thought, I'll do training Tuesday tomorrow. And I thought, no, actually, you're at your desk. Let's just do this. Let's set it for half an hour's time. Let's send out, tell everyone it's an event and it's going to happen in half an hour. You're either around or you're not on holidays, hey? So having systems, having times that we do things and setting those times, setting those boundaries are really important for us and they really help overall functioning in our business. But what are the three things you want to achieve? Are they personal? There should really be probably a personal one and a business one. It might be that you just want to really get on and sort out your website. You want 
to have things on your website people can buy. Maybe it's a course or a program. It might be a test, an analysis that they can purchase. Maybe, you know, you want them, everyone to do an HTMA before they see you like some practitioners do or a head 500 or maybe you're doing metabolic balance or something. And so you need to set up those systems so that it flows and people have that flowing systems. When I do 90 days with people, it's always 120, but 90 days sounds so much better, right? We look at those systems and we make sure that they flow for the client. We look at how the person works so that we can really get that flow happening and we can really help the practitioner to make sure that everybody's there is that system in place and it all works really well. Now, the next one was, okay, this one is a bit of an activity and I'm not very good at this sort of thing and it's write a letter to your present self from your future self. I'm not very good at this sort of thing personally but I thought some people are really good at it and somebody like me who isn't very good at it, it's a good idea to do it because it's a bit of a challenge. So I tend to be a bit of a dot pointer. So I tend to write things in dot points rather than just journaling. I do tend to write myself little dot points. So, and when we think about this letter to our present self from our future self, it's 12 months from now because we've thought about previous question was what are those three things you want to achieve? So if you're writing that letter from your future self to your current self at the end of 2023, what are they going to say? It's like working the problem backwards. We did this on the retreat for the academy last year in November. So everyone in the academy comes to the virtual retreat and then I have a physical retreat, which you don't have to be a member of the academy to come to, but you have to go through processes to get on because everyone has to get on and it's only for 14 people. So when we write this letter, you know, we're going to include those highlights that we're thinking about now. We're going to include the, what am I doing now? What am I wanting to achieve in 2023? And that means we can work backward. So tidying my office. I won't show you what it looks like. It's actually wrapping paper in here because this was the room that was used to wrap Christmas presents. That's nobody, that's the official lounge. So, you know, when you sell a house and you get the thing of what's in each room, this is the lounge. But If I'm to include this in that letter I write to myself, it might be that I include removing the calendar, that I might by not having or putting the physical calendar on the wall. So I've had that. And so it means I can have big picture. So it did say Peru all down here. No longer says Peru. It now says Amsterdam down here in October because we're going to Amsterdam. My husband's doing America. So, you know, I've got the Integria Symposium already on there because I've already bought my ticket. NHAA in Melbourne. So will I be going? It's there already. And Anzac Day. Holidays are on here as well. But it means that I can look at it and I can go, because oh, every Monday, my next level group, the clinical discussion group, you can't really see it, can you? It's too shiny and too far away. But last year's all scrolled out. But when we think about these actions that we're doing for this coming year, so I've changed a graduate program that can join at any term, the start of a term. So how is that action going to look in the future? So by writing to myself about the graduate program starting every term, I'm actually going to be breaking down how I'm going to achieve that and how I'm going to do that. I'm going to be giving myself hints because I'm looking to the future. So my future self will be saying the admissions every term meant that I had to make sure that I was advertising the fortnight before. I was ongoing advertising on a regular basis. That means I can look at these things 
and work out backwards how it's done and how I did it. So it's really important that we do think about what's going to happen in the future so we can write this letter to ourselves, we can kind of backtrack it and we can see what we've got to do. We do need to write it in the past tense, all right? So we need to write it as though it's already happened. So I had to advertise, I use an agency, so I had to advertise using the agency. This cost me, because it's a British agency that I use, so it's costing me £650 a month. So it's costing me, what's that? It's about a thousand, I'll say over a thousand dollars a month, and that excludes, so that's them doing the work. And so that excludes the actual advertising cost. I'm going to be saying, well, at the end of the year, this cost me £630 times 11. I said, I don't want any advertising over Christmas, so just stop everything. So times 11. And then my advertising is $100 a time. I can look back and say, so this then cost me X amount. These are the number of people that I wanted in, and these are the number of people that I got in. Obviously, their advertising is for everything. They advertise a pediatric mastery course, they advertise a graduate program, they advertise a 90-day program, and they advertise for my clients as well. I got woke up this morning and I had three people who filled out my health questionnaire from my website, two of whom I've actually referred on to other practitioners. So, But I'm writing in the past tense. I'm using those dot points so that when I go back and I read that, because I can save that if I want to, but it, it gives me a focus to think about when I get to do those things, all right? And the other thing, and you're writing it in the past tense, what highlights were there? So, I mean, a highlight of tidying my office is the tidy office, isn't it? So, I mean, that's pretty minor. But the highlight of maybe reaching a financial goal, what did you do to celebrate? How did you celebrate reaching that financial goal and what did you do? Because then also we're projecting forward What is it that I'm going to give myself when I've done that task? It's like a star chart for a child, isn't it? When the star chart for a child, I've got a month of my activity and then at the end of it, I earn some Lego or whatever the toy might be. And we can do that for ourselves as well. It's almost like a star chart, except you're writing it down in the past tense. So I've achieved this financial goal or I've achieved these boundaries or I have created this product or I have reorganized my calendar or whatever it is. So for doing that thing, I am giving myself a hot bath. I am giving myself a morning at the beach. I am giving, it's the same with our clients. We don't want to gift ourselves food. We want to be gifting ourselves something that, you know, helps. It's self-care, isn't it? I'm gifting myself because I've achieved this, a facial, a massage, something that is going to work for us in self-care or with joy. I went out with my partner. If it's Because what we want to do is focus on accomplishments and on highlights, even though they're in the past tense, so that we can look forward to them. And we've got a system to reach them because we might see the pitfalls along the way in what we write in the past tense about how we got there and how we achieved that thing. So you've just got a few things there to think about. Because we really need to, at the start of the year, if you do a resolution, most resolutions fail simply because they're unachievable. Whereas if we just think to ourselves, what can I do for my business? What do I want to achieve for my business? It means we have a goal. So rather than I'm going to quit smoking, the goal should be 
I'm going to be able to run a marathon because you can't smoke and run a marathon. So it's a similar thing. It's how are we going to achieve what we want to achieve? How are we going to get there? How can we prioritize and how can we support ourselves to get there to do that thing? So I'm going to be here again almost every week as I am, as I have been every week for the last, was it five years or something? This group's been going. I can't remember how long the group's been going actually, but I will be here the majority of weeks. I will retain the hashtag training Tuesday simply so you can go back and look. I should never have called it training Tuesday in the first place. Tuesdays have always been a relatively bad day for me, but it does mean that you can scroll back if you put in hashtag training Tuesday. I like that twist on planning. Excellent, Christine. I'm really pleased. We've got to think of things in other ways. If we keep doing, it's like this neurodivergence, if we keep doing things the same way, it just doesn't work. We have to figure out a different path. We have to figure out how we can achieve what we need to and want to achieve without having the the downfall, oh, I can't do it, it was a disaster, that didn't work. Sorry if you can hear that noise outside, my apologies, it's a bit noisy here today which is another reason I don't do training Tuesday on Tuesday because it gets noisy here. I like that. It's a great way to be able to look back. Yeah, keep it. Just shove it in a drawer and keep it so that you can look back. But maybe from what you've written, you've written it in the past tense, hopefully you're going to find some tips and tricks to achieve what you need to achieve when you look at it. And hopefully those are what you're then leaving yourself a note about or a post-it note or something something you have to do. I mean, if you've got a Facebook group, you do need to be in there every week. So maybe if it's to increase your client base and you open a Facebook group and you say, I'm going to open a Facebook group, and then you look, there is a people, everyone in the academy knows how to write a Facebook group. Triple my income is my cunning plan. I like that cunning plan. Um, But how are we going to do it? How are we going to triple our income? So we've got to think, I'm going to triple my income, which means that last year, at this point, obviously, we're day one. So January last year on the, what date is it even? The third, how much money will we've made on the third? But say when we look at it, we'd have to go this quarter last year, I earned, I've got no idea, I haven't got Stripe open, we'll make up a number, I earned $10,000. So that means if I'm going to triple my income, I'm going to need to make another $7,500 this term, this quarter. So how am I going to make that money? What can I invest in or do? Because remember, sometimes to make money, we do have to spend money. It's like me with advertising. Here I am paying all this advertising. The accountant was like, did you really have to pay that much? Three years ago, the accountant said, did you really have to pay that much in advertising? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did actually. It was 1500 a month that I was paying then to a Sydney guy. And then, of course, COVID came out and my income in 2020 was massively reduced anyway because it was 2020. But I wasn't advertising. I wasn't using an advertising agency. And so everything had gone down and I'd halved my income. So, but that money was still, the money I lost was still more than the money I would have spent on the advertising had I continued the advertising. So although I did teach the class this morning, I've sold some nutritionals already this year. Well, there you go. So, but when we think about it, get back on track with our conversation. So we look at our quarter from last year. What was the first quarter? What did you earn? How much more do we have to add to that? We earned 10,000 last quarter. So we want to triple our income. So we need to add at least five, if not seven to 10 this quarter. How are we going to do that? Now you run groups. So you run exercise groups. That means we, and that is 
because more for less. So we need to get more people into your exercise groups and into your nutritional groups. How are we going to do that? What are we going to do? We're going to start a Facebook group. We're going to be in the Facebook group. We're going to have a challenge to invite other people to join the Facebook group and to hashtag about the Facebook group, to share on their socials about the Facebook group and to tag you and they will win one month free. So, and then within that Facebook group, you then offer another group course within that so that they can then join something that's paid. Okay. So, I mean, I've got this one, Strictly Education and Support. It's free. Everyone can be here. But then within this, I'm always offering the academy, which is 47 a month, I think it is. And it is, I don't know why I said I think it is. It is 47 a month, but it's generally you get 10% off if you belong to an association or if you message me. So what we want to then do is spruik the paid group within the free group because you get more. The person gets more because they're paying you. But at the same time, that's how we're increasing the income. So can we increase that income? We want to triple it. We made 10 grand. We need seven grand. How many more people do we need in the group? How many more people do we need to gain that extra money? And how much are we going to charge them to gain that money? So it's $47, you need 100 people as a minimum to make any money. Now, I haven't got 100 people. It fluctuates at around the 60 mark. So you really need 100 people to make it worthwhile at a $47 mark. But if you were to have something that was more expensive, say they were to get appointments with you, a private training with you, the group trainings with you, and some education on your nutritionist on eating right um, for your age group or whatever it is so they got all of those things maybe you can charge two thousand dollars so in actual fact rather than a lot of people at 47 dollars, you can have one or two people at two thousand dollars which means that you actually only need three more people a quarter to treble your income yes i worked out if i have my groups at capacity i would triple my income i really like some of your ideas g I'm writing it down. Good. Remember, because you've written in this conversation, you can come back and check it again and relook. So we really need to go, okay, how many do I need? How can I up level? So like my 90 day program is a couple of grand, right? And the, you get sort of everything and me, but you get a lot of one to one with me. So that takes up my time. So it has to be more expensive than say the graduate program or which is group work or it has to be more than my next level group, which is the clinical discussion group on the Monday. That's 200 a month. There's no discount on that because it's 200 a month. 197, I think, because it's something other than I mean, a tax brings it up to 197, some silly number. 197.60 or something yeah. stupid. So we'll just call it 200 to round it up. And they get access to all the academy stuff. So they're academy members as well as being in the clinical discussion group. And so these are ways of increasing our income. And still, because we're in a group, we still manage to not use up all of our time. So anything that's got a one-to-one component, like the 90-day program is all one-to-one, as well as them being part of all the clinical groups and the academy and having access to all my Trello boards and absolutely everything, means that it's, uh, I need another, I would need another three of those if that my income were 10 grand last quarter to treble my income. So if we can get your groups to capacity, but then beyond capacity, we take on some of those people in another higher group, or we offer them something, some sort of a program with maybe a one-to-one with you or two one-to-ones with you, 
so that it becomes very personalized, you can charge a much more from that. And that then increases on top of those groups and increases our income. So we really need to think about what alternative ways and other ways we can make more money without using up all of our time. It was like going to Peru at the beginning of the year. It was actually a bit of a disaster for me. I'm not happy that they've had a coup at all, but I am quite happy that in actual fact my holiday has been canned and I'm going to Amsterdam at the end of the year. Because the beginning of the year, it's the start. I really like to feel motivated. I don't want to break it right at the beginning and go on holiday when I've just had a holiday. Because I'm really motivated in March. I'm really wanting my groups to really start ramping up. I want people increasing their client base. I want them being able to answer those questions from their clients, those clinical questions. I want them to feel that they're confident and that they're achieving what they want and need to achieve. And if I go to Peru on a totally different reverse time zone, how am I going to help my group? So I was kind of like, yeah, Peru sounds good, but mm, yeah, not really the best time. Turns out it's terrible weather in Peru right now. It's like the monsoon. It's like Darwin. So, so many reasons not to go to Peru. So many reasons to go as well, but it's more of a July. So have a think about those questions. Now, what were they all? They were, what did you do right in 2022? What lessons did you take from what you learned in 2022? What have you learned? What do you know now you didn't know then? So now you're aligned with what you did and what is happening, your values, your visions, everything works out for the best, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, Vivian, absolutely. What do you need to prioritize differently going into 2023? And what are the three things you would be most proud to achieve? And then finally, of course, it's write that letter to your present self from your future self. So you've got a bit of work to do, should you choose to do that work. You've got some, hopefully I've got some thoughts happening here. Hopefully I've got you really thinking about your business and what you want to achieve. You know that you can do a focus call. Anyone can book in a focus call as long as you haven't had half a dozen already. I have been replying to some emails, but all on my phone. I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to be opening my computer. Scheduling page link. I will find the focus call link for you all so that you can, if you've not had one, you can have a focus call. And there it is. So that's the focus call link. So I was actually down last year because I had January off, which I'd never done in the past. So I totally had January off. So for me, it was really weird having one of my lowest years in a long time. So now, where's it gone? I'm going to go back and listen to this from beginning and organize focus call. Yep, Vivian, you're actually in the academy. So, but have a think back, have a write down, write it down have a think, have a look around you. And one of the things that might help you if you're in a physical room with physical clients is, because I'm here online, but if you've got physical clients in your physical room, to write this, go and sit in their seat. Go and sit where they sit so that you're sitting there looking at where you would be. You're looking at you kind of thing so that you're sitting over in that seat on the maybe on the other side of the desk And you're able to write this from a different perspective because it has to be in the past tense. So by sitting in a different seat to write it, you're visually looking at where you would sit, at what your customers or clients would see. And it also means that you might look there and go, hey, I totally need to upgrade that. That is not, I would regularly do it. I regularly go when I had clients coming into my rooms, I would regularly go and sit in their seat and look around and say, what do they see? What is it they see? How do they see it? And through what eyes do they see it? I'm quite messy. 
So it's important that I sat in their seat so that I could see what they were seeing and make sure that the mess was actually behind them. So you can't see it. The mess is actually all in front now because it's to the sides of the screen. No, I didn't, unfortunately. Big goals for this year. I'm so glad I'm part of your group. Thank you. So we've been on here for 38 minutes. Please go back, re-listen. If you're watching on Facebook now on the replay, of course, you can pause as you go and really think about those questions and what you're going to tell yourself from your future self. I mean, I do a lot of future self work with people. It's always like go forward five years, go forward 10 years, that sort of thing. But today, for this year, I just want you to go forward that 12 months. Right, I'm going to leave it there. I know how to press it says press end live video. So I'm going to do that. So have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and a good week. And I will be back next week. And I will again create an event for when I'm coming in to see you. See you all. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.